is actually a fair question to ask. Who do people say that I am? I guess we could ask the same question of ourselves. Who do people say that I am? Are we that concerned what people think about us? Think about it. The way we dress, the way we carry ourselves, maybe outside of these walls. Are we that concerned of what people really think about us? Give you for instance. Ladies, correct me if I'm wrong. Teenagers, correct me if I'm wrong. In middle school and high school, how did you find out if someone liked you? Usually the opposite. A lot of times you wouldn't approach them. Do you like me or, you know, I kind of like you. No, you had to go, would you ask Susan to ask Tammy to ask Jennifer to ask? Finally, about five or six people down the line in sort of this roundabout way of finding out what, you know, do they like me? Do you think they like me? And guys do the same thing, okay? It's not just girls that do it. Guys do the same thing. You know, they, they try to, you know, would you ask so-and-so to ask so-and-so to ask so-and-so? And then it has to travel back through this grouping. So I guess it starts young. We always wonder about if people like us. If, who do they say that I am? You know, in, and I know that we've all met people in our lives that put on airs. They put up a facade because they think that's what people want to see versus the person, the real person behind it. So after a number of times of Jesus doing miracles and preaching, now you have to understand that the Sadducees and Pharisees didn't like what Jesus was talking about. It was an accessible God. It wasn't some God out there that you could never reach. It was a touchable, physical relationship. The kingdom of God was here. And that completely just sort of threw them. So Jesus finally wants to know the gossip of what's going on. Now, of course, we don't like gossip, do we? Ever participated in that? You ever made a phone call? Now, did you hear? (laughs) Not that I'm telling stories, but dot, dot, dot. Or you get on the phone with someone, I just got to tell you. (laughs) I think we've all been guilty of that at one time or another. Or you want to believe something to be, that we find out is later on is a rumor, but you want to believe it because it sounded kind of juicy. So it kind of makes me wonder if we are that concerned about what people think about us. And then Jesus brings it down to a more personal, intimate level. Not necessarily what they thought about him, but what do you say? Who do you say that I am? An even more poignant question. Who do you say that I am? Of course, Simon Peter, being the bold person that he is, launches forth and says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus goes sort of like, you know, bingo, you got it. After finally witnessing, and remember something, at this point, to this point in the scriptures, Jesus has refused to admit to them 
or certify to them that he is the Messiah. He sort of outskirted all those little things. He has never admitted to it at this point until about now. When he finally says, you got it. But no man has revealed this to you, Simon Peter. On this church, I will build, on this rock, I will build my church. And you're going to be the pinnacle of that. Wow. Kind of tough things to put on the shoulders, I think. We're going to build a church off of this. But I'm going to propose the same question to you this morning. In your daily life and walk, who do you say Jesus is? Sometimes it can be a very tough choice. When perhaps we want to exchange a crossword with someone. When we might participate in the perpetuation of gossip. Or the perpetuation of a story that may hurt You have to ask that question of yourselves. Who do you say that Jesus is? Each morning that you get up, you have to think, all right, take a breath and make the conscious choice to follow Christ. Each person that you encounter in your daily life and walk may never ever ever encounter Jesus Christ. So you've got to make a choice. Here's a question I want to ask. Being in the same family, you always get along, right? No. <laughs> I know, there's, there's always some fighting going on or, you know, there's always something to pick, pick, pick at, right? Somewhere down the line. There's always a red button to push. There's always something that's just going to... And you know exactly what buttons to push, right? To get the other ones off, right? To get them, just get them going off, Right? We as adults do the same thing, okay? It's not a child thing. We do the exact same thing to each other. We know exactly what little thing that you can tweak on that last little nerve to get somebody to go, ugh. Okay? So I'm not picking on the kids because we do it too, okay? We do it too. But you have to make the conscious choice to make those good choices in life to choose not to push that button, to choose not to grate on that last nerve. But even kids can do it too. Even kids can do it too. We can make the choice as adults as well. But you have to ask the question each and every day of your life, maybe even every moment of your life, who do you say Jesus is? If Jesus is truly the way, the truth, and the life for you, if Jesus is the reason why that gives you a kick in your step, if Jesus is the reason why... You just breathe for that day. Then you'll be able to answer that question of who Jesus is in your life and be able to share that story with somebody else. Be able to say, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, the Son of the living God. Can you tell that to somebody else? If someone were to ask you who Jesus was in your life, what did Jesus mean in your life? What kind of presence does Jesus have in your life? Could you answer that question? My hope, my hope is is that you can. That you can, like Peter, be bold. 
and say, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And that's when Jesus goes, yes. Yes. Now, at the end of that part of the scripture, that gospel lesson, Jesus says, sternly order them not to say anything to anybody. Okay, bingo, you have a secret. What's going to happen? How many of you are really good at keeping secrets? Not a lot. I saw a couple of hands go. I mean, it's a good secret. Now, I'm not talking about a hurtful secret. I'm talking about just a secret. You know, there's that, you know, and then, of course, you know, it's one of those, I have a secret, I won't tell, I won't tell, I won't tell. You know, and somebody can usually guess that you've got something that you want to, it's just something on the tip of your tongue that you want to say. But you can't. And then if somebody kind of beats around the bush and gets it, well, I can't say anything. I can't say anything. And that's just going to egg somebody on even more. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. When he said, don't tell anybody. We have a whole book called the New Testament of them telling the secret. They couldn't hold a secret good either. And thanks be to God that they couldn't. Or we wouldn't be where we are now. Take time today in this week to ponder that very question. To ask the question to yourself, who do you say that Jesus is? And I'm going to put a tag on it, in your life. What priority does Jesus have in your life? What things have you given over to him? What control have you given over to him to say, I can't do this. You need to handle it. That's a tough one. The control. You're going to be amazed that when you can be bold enough to spout out like Peter did, of who exactly Jesus is, the kingdom of heaven comes a little closer. The gospel is opened up and people get to see the conviction within you. Show them the image of Christ because it may be the one and only time they ever encounter it. Amen.